All right. Perfect. Welcome, everybody, to the show. This is the Guya Now Show. I am, of course, your host, Bob McIntosh, and I'm excited that you are here with us today, spending time. Um, for those of you who are new to this, um, if you're listening on the podcast, we also simulcast this into our Facebook group. So if you're not part of the Facebook group, you can actually get access to all of this great content before it comes out. But I am excited. So um, our guest today is uh, Michelle. Um, and one of the things that uh, is, I think, interesting to me about how I met Michelle is that we met through a mastermind. And when we first met, she was doing something completely unrelated to real estate and then moved halfway across the country back to her, uh, I guess, a hometown, if that's, that's the right way to say it, um, home area, and decided to get into real estate and start executing. And the reason that I am excited to have her on here is that in nine months, she's gone from brand new to 19 deals. And actually, we were just talking last night as well, and she's doing um, some residential li assisted living facility conversion as well. So... The point is this, um, in nine months, she's managed to accomplish more than what most investors accomplish in a few years. Now, this is not me poking at those of you who have not done 19 deals in all the time that you've been there or anything like that. Um, but look, at the end of the day, this group is about helping you have success in your real estate investing business. And the most important thing that we can do is highlight and showcase folks who are awesome at doing that. And so that's why I'm excited that she's here and I'll have her do a little intro and all of that. Um, but I wanted to frame for all of you who are watching this live or all of you who are uh, listening to this on the podcast, who she is, why she's here and why I felt it was important for her to share her journey and her message and her story. So without any further ado, uh, Michelle, thanks for being on. I appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Cool. Um, so let's uh, let's start with this. Um, kind of give everyone a, a brief overview of your background, um, what you do, how you do it, and how you ended up getting into real estate and sort of what led you there. Absolutely. So I started my entrepreneur career in 2013, and I started in what I was doing in um, corporate America, which was staffing recruitment. Um, and then uh, went into um, about seven years ago, because um, it's about 10 months strong being in real estate, but about seven years ago, um, had an opportunity to get into construction for investors um, that were fixing and flipping kind of the, the Walmart, so you will, of investing, purchasing 300 homes in Florida um, at, per month um, and learning that route of the subcontractor um, the non-permanent uh, um, opportunities and so forth helped with that and uh, just really started to get um, exposed to the real estate world. Didn't know how I was going to get into it. Didn't know how. Um, <laughs> I just knew I wanted to be there um, and then met you, Bob, about three years ago in our mastermind that was just entrepreneurship mastermind. Um, at that time, I was still laser focused with construction and was like, I don't know anything about real estate. Um, but then quickly was very successful uh, right um, during COVID too, uh, home in, um, during being an essential company, but uh, found it wasn't my passion. And going through these masterminds, everyone is always discussing what's your why, what's your passion. And I'm like, it's to make money, duh. But re quickly realize that that's probably, uh, you know, you could do that and start to follow your passion. So did some soul searching. Um, and really, um, it was what got me into real estate. I said, why don't I just start 
now and um, did not, again, no experience. Um, and what led me to come back 1,800 miles um, back home to San Antonio, Texas, um, my business partner is my mom in the real estate game. Um, and Which we, is awesome, uh, by the way. <laughs> thank you. She mentioned, hey, I want to get out of corporate America and become an entrepreneur. So uh, um, real estate was our what has got us together. Um, we have now um, been on this journey together of really uh, identifying and, and being investors um, in San Antonio and looking to quickly grow into other areas. Awesome. So I think that's an awesome story. Well, first and foremost, it's awesome to be able to work with family. Um, you know, I do a lot of my real estate aspects with my dad. So it's always good to, good to be able to incorporate that when you can. So let's start here. You know, you, you were like, ancillary to the real estate space and then got in. And so what was the number one or two or maybe three things that you feel like were the reason that you were able to catapult from zero to 19 that quickly? Like, is there, I guess you tell me like, what, what, what did that look like for you? Definitely. The top three things is training, clarity, and just perseverance of really not having that fear. So I um, was able to partner with or actually take a course um, into real estate one-on-one. -on -one. And I really believe in accelerating your – and anything you're doing, um, you know, you do want to get in touch with those gurus. But we learned this in those entrepreneur growing pains. I remember, um, you know, opening my first uh, company. I'm like, I'm going to do it all. I don't need anybody to let me do it. Second company kind of still was – then started to really uh, get that. But this time around, I said, how can I get there quicker, faster? Um, and it was training. So I went through um, Epic Invested, uh, which is with Matt Terrio and Mercedes. Um, and they have an amazing training program. And it really just circled everything to where our career is now. Um, a lot of in that training, I uh, and it's not just YouTube. I really, I did sign up for, for it. So you can go out there and get YouTube videos, but really getting around like-minded people is really what I say that you want to do. Um, and I encourage. And the main thing that he taught us was just get the deal, get it under contract. And then we'll help you with the rest. And at that point, I did not know about funding. I didn't know about um, lending opportunities, uh, private money investors, none of that. Um, so that was my first thing. Um, the second thing was, like I said, I didn't have clarity in the beginning. I knew I wanted to get in real estate, but that's such a broad thing. Everybody starts in wholesale or they want to be fix and flippers, which would probably have been the right natural move for me being in construction. But I knew I wanted to build a legacy and really start to build that passive true income. Um, so buy and hold is, is where I decided to go into. Um, and I wanted to make sure strategically how we were going to align that. But those would be, you know, the, the things of clarity and then just taking action. Um, I know a lot of people have analysis paralysis. I am a very A-type personality. I like to see the numbers. I like to see how A to Z. Um, but sometimes you just got to really take, uh, you know, the leap of faith and just hope, you know, just go along your journey. Um, but um, and if you have the like minded people around you, you'll be able to do that. So, again, didn't have the answer when I first started, but then we really started dialing and really figured out that clarity. Um, and that's what's got us to where we're at now and the business that we're running um, to be able to understand that. 
Perfect. So I want to go back because I, I was taking some notes here on a couple of things you said, and I think these are important things for all of you watching or listening, whether you're live or not. And by the way, if you're live on us, just drop a comment and say hello. If you're watching the replay, you know, let us know you're in the replay. But here's the thing. Okay. So you said, all right, join a training program. Great. We all, you know, most everyone here, especially in my groups or my circles has, you know, done some form of training. But the thing that you keep alluding to that people I think discount too much is community. So talk a little bit more about how powerful or what specific impacts you felt like community and being parts of community like the one here or any of the others that you've joined the masterminds and things like that has impacted what you're doing. Absolutely. So community, it's just being around like-minded people um, and also understanding that when now that I was in those circles, like what other group you and I met in, um, now really understanding that real estate and, and letting others know, hey, I am hard. Uh, now I am looking into real estate. I am looking at doing this. What do you think? Able to uh, discuss deals. I'll tell you my first private money lenders um, are all from my community. So they are from actually awesome. the tribe that you and I are about around. And I remember fearful of first getting in the first few months. I'm like, um, again, mindset, I'm not going to borrow money from anyone. Um, that was the biggest thing. And then when I had my first private money lender, they said, I'm glad you actually asked us. We are excited about the opportunities to even partner with you because you're giving us an opportunity to make our money work for us. And that is when it just exposed like, wow, just changing that perspective. Um, and then that has led me to, as you mentioned earlier, we, we're in the buy and hold business. We're in midterm rentals, but we also have a passion project for a residential assisted living. And all of these, um, me not knowing from the beginning to where we're at now is all been because of community. And it's all been because of all my masterminds that have uh, circled all in. And, and it was really crazy because recently I just, um, got everything all circled and engaged in. I thought I was going to do the residential assisted, assisted living separate from my real estate game and my buy and holds and midterm rentals. And quickly, just about a week and a half ago, um, I've now circled it all together. So we're in the business of, of, uh, finding solutions for seniors, purchasing their homes as well as for um, building out that residential assisted living, but all because a community is how my whole business got uh, built. Perfect. So I want to dive deeper on one more thing you just said here, which is, you know, when you started in these communities, you joined, you were very fearful of like even the idea of asking for money or borrowing money from somebody else. So how did you get out of your own way in that? Like what, what prompted you to finally say, no, it's okay for me to go do this, you know, this scary thing. Yep. So um, the first couple of deals, uh, we funded it ourselves. Uh, we did leverage hard money, um, but in regards to for gap funding is where we started um, a very smaller measurable. And it was simply just going, um, being, we were at a, a, one of our mastermind meetups and had a conversation with these two individuals and they said, look, we lend. So a lot of times when you go to your, your meetups, um, I know that some of the ones that we go to, they say, what is your, why are you here? What are you looking for? And a lot of, um, especially in re real estate meetups, it's like, we need money. We need money. We need money. <laughs> um, and so I just was having conversation with them and they said, okay, let's have a, you know, let's just, let's have a meeting after this and let's meet up. So again, my, 
private money lender actually coached me as he was giving me the money uh, in the <laughs> sense of saying, change your mindset. It's not, I'm not lending you something. I'm, you're giving me an opportunity to be able to work with you and actually make money at the same time um, and make my money work for me. So once that happened, um, I, the, I, cut, I got out of my own way. Um, and we're, we're proud to say is that now all of, all of our deals are partnered with, we're partnered with other private money lenders. Um, we've actually now gotten into the space of, um, as I mentioned, my mom's my business partner. So um, getting her um, her friends and family involved as well. I call them the 401k houses. So leveraging their 401k and their retirement funds to help us build as well. So it's, um, it's been great because these are individuals that would have never thought they would have gotten into real estate and, or to be able to, uh, you know, have their money work for them other than just sitting in a, a retirement fund. Okay. So when you, when you had that first conversation, with that first lender, you know, did the lender initiate the conversation or did you? Um, he did. Uh, they did. Okay. It was, it's a, it's okay. a son and a, and a father. It's a son and a, a father as well. Um, they did. And it actually, when I had the conversation, I still, uh, I, you know, I asked for, for $50,000 and I really needed 70, but we were going to come to the table with 70. And he says, we'll give you the full 70. Um, and I was like, wow. Like, and it's, um, <laughs> since then, one thing I will tell you is, and I, and I think, you know, this too, once you get, if you're doing the right things and you get those private money lenders, they'll continue to lend to you and lend to you and lend to you. So, um, I didn't know what I didn't know. And I'm like, why didn't I ask for the first four deals right. prior to that, but now we are where we're at and we're able to do that. So that's how we're able to, to, um, scale as quickly as we have been, but I've been very, very strategic in what we purchase and what we get, um, because of the, the business model that we have. So we focus, it's very, very clear on what we do. Um, we're not just buying all over San Antonio. Perfect. And so that's actually the perfect segue to your second piece, which you said was clarity of what we're doing. So can I make a safe assumption to say that in the time that you've been doing this, you've passed on deals because they didn't match why, like what you were after because you had that clarity? Is that a safe assumption to make? Absolutely. Yep. And it's hard. Being an entrepreneur, we want, we know we can make a deal almost out of anything. And we know that we're, you know, we want to purchase everything, figure it out. Let's do the wholesale game. Oh, if it's not in our buyer's box, let's, you know, or let's fix and flip this deal real quick to get some cash. It's been hard. It's been very, very hard to, to walk away from those deals or even just to think, hey, maybe I should go into wholesaling or the biggest thing recently is why are you doing single family? Jump into multifamily. Multifamily is the way. Um, but the way that we look at it is we want to build a sound foundation um, and have a foundation to be able to, from there, continue to scale and be able to go into a further direction of others. But yes, we only focus in three zip codes. Um, three zip codes, as I mentioned, we do midterm rentals. So we uh, really, uh, we rent out to corporate housing. Uh, military is our biggest uh, one of trainees that come into San Antonio. Um, and now we've just um, expanded into insurance companies of families that get displaced. So everything that we do is to help the community. Um, and so with that being said, we only focus right now um, around one particular base that has three zip codes within that. 
And me partnering with wholesalers, they know that. So they won't send me any other type of deals. Um, and they know that their ratio with, with me, as far as a deal that they do send us, we're about 98% in closing with them because they only send me not everything that they put everybody on the list. So um, we're really right. dialed in on that. Um, yes, I've turned several de deals away. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's perfect because I think there's a lot of people out there that, especially when they're newer in real estate or when they're looking at, oh, you know, my goal. Like, so here we are. It's you know, uh, we're almost a third of the way through Q4 of of um, of 2022, and they start looking at, oh man, I wanted to do X number of deals this year, and I'm not at that goal or whatever. So then they start saying, well, maybe I'll just go outside my parameters or, or you know, start doing things that I wouldn't otherwise do because I'm, you know, I'm unfocused on that, and so. Um, for you guys, what was um, not necessarily the, the tactical criteria for your clarity, but what was the process? Like, how did you guys decide this is the things that are important to us? Was it a conversation? Did you, you know, go through? Was it numbers? Was it the area? Was it that, hey, like, I really like the military aspect? Like, specifically, what was it that helped you guys gain, gain the clarity that you have to be able to turn those deals down and say, no, we're not going to do those. We're only going to do this. I think with my my experience, um, just from the past, uh, being uh, all over the place many times. And by the way, uh, Bob, my our goal was twenty four uh, single family by Q two and fifty by the <laughs> end of the year. So we're nowhere near where we need to be, but we had to make sure that we were also not over leveraging and getting our actual office right. Um, and what I mean by that is we do everything from acquisition to construction to dip disposition in our world, which is property management right now. So I had to, we had to make sure that we just didn't go out there and go crazy. Um, and so I'm happy we made that choice, but also, uh, you know, to answer your, your question, um, it was from the beginning. Um, like I said, from the beginning, when I opened this company, I learned and wanted to do our passion and our why. And that was helping and giving to the community. And how are we going to be able to do that? Um, and then it's involved into what it is. Um, and also, like I said, I we are wanting to make sure that we set up ourselves right and not fail in the sense of, like you said, just go buy everything. Trust me, we're in a lot of accountability <laughs> communities that are like, Hey, uh, you know, you set your goals and this is what it is, but we have reasoning why we had to pull back and, and be able to set us ourselves up right the first year. Again, we're only 10 months strong right now um, to be able to say everything is aligned to be able to move forward in, in 2023. Um, so the thing I love about it is there's a, there's going to be a lot of opportunities coming and there's always opportunities in real estate. So if I buy 10 homes in one month, I don't think I'll get in trouble if I do it right <laughs> versus trying <laughs> to get our goal and buy whatever else is out. Um, so yeah, so having, you know, the experience and knowing um, and really the understanding um, and learning just, you know, drill down into what you are known for and what you, my biggest thing was I wanted to be uh, everyone to know Michelle is the military housing, um, not Michelle's a real estate investor. So that when you are in these groups and you are in these communities and there's 50 to hundred that we're all our meetups, they know Bob, you know, is what Bob does and what, however, and, and so forth. So that's really what we're, we're trying to align for, um, for that. Perfect. And I think that's 
a super undervalued aspect of real estate is, hey, I do this thing. I participate this way. These are the things that I buy. I remember when we first got started, actually one of the, um, our second flip, uh, but it was our first flip in the Buffalo market was a fire damaged house. And the whole reason that we got the house was because the agent, um, they called an agent to list it. And basically the, I think that we bought it for like $12,000 or something like that. If I remember correctly, it was like very, very cheap. And she's like, I don't even want to spend the time to deal with this and like deal with closing on it. Like the commission's so low, it, it doesn't even make sense. So we just bought it. And then she said, you know, after we flipped it and we did, you know, we did well, I think we made $20,000 on like 80,000 all in. So it was like, Hey, good ROI numbers. Absolutely. And she was like, Hey, like, are you guys going to buy other firehouses? And so like the first two years we became the firehouse guys, like you got a fire damage property, call us. And it was at the time, it was great. It was a great way to get into deals because most of these deals obviously need rehab, but, you know, they've been damaged. So mm-hmm. it's perfect. But being known in that way, I believe, you know, it really does help help you create something um, so that people uh, makes it easier for people to bring you the right deals, like you said. So I think that's, um, that's awesome. All right. So I want to take, go to your, your third piece, which you said is perseverance. And you said taking action. And this is one of my favorite things. It's something that I think a lot of people are scared to do when they start, you know, and especially in real estate, right? It's, we talk about these numbers, it's tens or hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in some markets. And it, it becomes overwhelming for most of us. Those are, those are big numbers, um, or at least that we think they are when we, especially when we get started. So uh, for you, what did taking action look like? What, like, what things were you doing? You know, you mentioned accountability groups at one point too. Like, what are the biggest things you, when you look at taking action that you would say, Hey, these were the actions I took that accounted for my success today. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, one of the biggest things is that what I've seen is that some of these masterminds that we pay into, and it doesn't matter the, the, the price of it, but it is not, you know, it is a very, just hit your pockets. Um, so my biggest thing is, um, what is, how quickly can I get the ROI out of that? So it's one we're networking in the group and working, finding your private money lenders, but truly taking in the courses and taking them step by step. So I believe in the process and anyone that I've been part of a group that is a training group, right? That they give you that I put their training to the kind of put it to the fire. And I will say if it was something with Bob, like you had one, I'd say, Bob, if you told me, just get the contract, come to me next, I'm going to get the contract and I'm going to come to you next. If you tell me, okay, and then after that, go look for lending. I'm going to, so following the process and not having, you know, and just really being, um, just hone in on that. So my biggest thing was for that, um, because there's a lot of stuff that gets thrown at you and, and, and being an entrepreneur, we all know this, right? There's all, Oh, there's a new training or there's a new fad or now let's go run to sub two or let's go do this. And, and when did you really finish the whole course? I mean, I'm, you know, we, I go back to, I'm actually right now going back to the same training courses that I went to when I first started again, nine months ago, I should have, you know, but it's just to get that refresher. The other thing that I've seen is as you go through your journey and you become more of an experienced real estate professional, you'll realize that when you, whatever training you learned back in January and you revisit it today, it's going to turn, it's going to sound different to you. And you're going to understand it a little bit more than you did when you first started in January. So Mm -hmm. 
really plugging it into those, um, you know, those, those things. But, and then just like I said, one of the things for me, um, I don't know everything right now. Um, but when I finish a project or I get a deal or I analyze a deal right. or however, what did I learn from it? What could I have done better? And how are we going to implement that going forward? So I just recently, like, we took the flooring out of one property and I'm like, shoot, we could have kept that whole flooring. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, we could have Why saved. did we do that? Why did we do that? Right. So again, I don't know all the answers, but I do look at it and I'm like, but from a cost perspective, we could have saved, you know, $7,000 in doing that, especially that now we, the position that we're in, you know, when I first got my first deal, we wanted to make it look nice. It's very different in Texas versus Florida kind of fixtures right. and everything. Um, and I wanted to go to the nines. Then I realized it's not giving me more equity in my house at this point right now. Um, it wasn't, um, so keeping that we're buying and holding, I just, this project that we're working on now, even my contractors are like, what we're putting carpet in the other rooms. It's like, yes, because there's a shift <laughs> in Texas. There's a shift in San Antonio that, um, in two or three years it will, we can go ahead and take everything out, um, and be able to get right. it to, you know, the number more numbers that we need. So, um, learning in that, but yeah, going through the training and really just following the process and learning that that's really what we've done. And, and again, taking action, you're not going to know all the answers, but if you, the biggest thing, and I'm sure everybody hears it, get the contract, the money will come. And it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny when you, when you think about, you know, I've always, especially getting started thought, Hey, you know, if I don't have the money, how am I going to get the deal? But the funny part is, is that lenders, you know, the reason that they have money to lend in the first place is because they're smart. They understand things. They, you know, they've been able to save and build and, and they get it. So they're not going to want to talk hypothetical numbers with you. Cause that doesn't make any sense. Cause it's irrelevant. They want to talk real numbers. So when you have a deal and you have real numbers, now all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, great. Now we can get serious about this conversation because you actually have the deal in place. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, you mentioned wholesalers uh, was a way that you're getting properties. Is that your primary source? What, what, what for you has been working to get deals um, effectively? So I worked a little backwards. Like I said, we're building a business. Um, so I needed to, I moved from Florida to Texas, did not, I hadn't been in San Antonio for 13 years. So I didn't have the the contractors in my backyard, nor you didn't have a list of people to go to immediately. No. And it was very, very difficult for me to say that. Let me become the contractor here in San Antonio and screw all these other individuals because they're giving me crazy numbers. Um, you know, and, and didn't think I knew what it was for the construction side. Uh, it was kind of like the wild, wild west. And I'm sure it's in every market, not just here. Um, but what uh, basically, um, so I worked backwards. So I had to really get a good construction team together. I went through a lot okay. of different ones. Finally, uh, and we'll <laughs> we continue all have, all this yeah. for a while. It's, that's one of the hardest things. I think it's settling down now. I think people are understand, you know, the contractors are knowing that the real investors are around and Hey, you know what? I can't just throw all these crazy numbers out to, um, to, you know, renovate homes. Um, so I was able to really focus in on that. And so a lot of our deals did come from, um, the wholesalers, nothing against them. They, they kept, they bought me time. And as I mentioned, acceleration and convenience is where I'm at 
what's going to buy get me to the, my goal quicker and faster. Um, so wholesalers, um, I have a few of them that I am, you know, that I've worked with now, as I mentioned earlier, everything's circling in together. Right. We are now building out our acquisition team. Um, and with the acquisition, we are actually purchasing uh, or going in from a different strategic way of um, getting uh, the leads from seniors. So as I mentioned, real estate, uh, we're doing a, res a residential assisted living. A lot of these seniors do have to get, when they get in transition, they have to transition into homes. Right. Most of the time they don't have money. And, you know, the daughter Judy's of the world having to put, uh, you know, go through this life changing experience. They have to, um, you know, transition them into a home. Most of the time they're not going to keep their homestead. So we are now going to be the experts to be able to partner with these particular communities um, in the senior living space and say, we'll buy them. We're investors. We'll we're going to fix them up anyway. So that's an approach that we're doing. Um, we're just getting into the, the, you know, that, but yeah, we buy from wholesalers. Um, we haven't gone into yet like tax liens or uh, probates yet. Um, we're starting small, um, you know, uh, where we've gotten, like I said, and then referrals, we did receive some that were referrals as far as, as, far as our portfolio. Perfect. And I, I think that's, I, I want to highlight something you just said, you know, we're, we're starting small. Um, I think <laughs> it's funny. We, we often think as entrepreneurs, right? It's like go bigger at home. And, and I hear this all the time, especially from, I'll say the gurus or the bigger people out there who've had a lot, you got to think big, go here, do massive things. It's like, look, there's nothing wrong with that. Like have big goals for sure. But sometimes the action steps to get to those big things are the small little things and doing those on a consistent, repeatable basis is what's there. I know you said perseverance, but you also said earlier, you know, the consistency of taking action is huge. And I think we often overlook the small steps that we take every day and only think about the big steps, you know. Uh, and I remember there was a story uh, that I read a while ago or not, sorry, an article, I guess I should say. And it talked about how the average American spent um, more time in a year planning their va family vacation than they did for planning for retirement. Um, and you start thinking about that. And it's like, the, you know, we often think these small things, it's like, Hey, well, there's a big thing right here, but these small steps every day, every year are, are what takes it. And I think a, too many people get caught up in what are they doing on the big picture and forget about every small picture is going to be a piece of that bigger picture down the road. So how for you, what has enabled you to be able to focus on those small things and take consistent action? Like, like, is it just straight willpower? Do you like, is there any, any tips or secrets you have to people who might be listening going, well, you know, I struggle with that. I'm, I, I, don't, I, I find it difficult to do that. What, how do I do that? Yeah. So don't get me wrong. I have big dreams. 10 years, I want to be a billion dollars, um, um, actually. So at a billion, $1 billion is my, my long stretch goal. But um, you got to have to hit some metrics, a lot of metrics before that, right? Hit a lot of um, milestones. Um, so where I wanted and where we are as a company and myself is at $50,000 cash flow. So we're in the cash flow. Uh, that's how we see of things. It's not how many doors do we have, which I don't knock it. Everybody has their own. For us, it's 
What can we have as cash flow? And what can we do as true passive income? So Airbnbers out there, short-term renters, midterm rentals, if you are your property management, you are not doing passive. You are working on your business. <laughs> and I will say right. that is where we're at right now. So uh, there is nothing wrong with that. We're in transition to see how we can automate that and let that go. But yeah, we're, you know, still skin in the game and, and we're only nine, you know, going in 10 months strong, but, um, really the, the steps of you can have that 10 year. We, we follow, um, if you guys have not uh, read traction, um, uh, we are an EOS, uh, company. So traction by G uh, I think it's Gino Wickman. They are, they talk about how to build the business and you can be one person up to, a hundred people uh, within your business, if that's what you're looking to build. But those just give you a lot of the goals and things to do. So first thing is fifty thousand dollar cash flow is for us. How many? And then we backtrack that. So how many houses would that get us? What does it look like um, as far as that? And what type of business are we running out of that? And then every single. It sounds crazy. We're a team of three right now, um, and we meet every morning. So we meet every morning. What are our commits? One thing I, I tell my team is don't tell me your whole week. Tell me two commits that you're going to do for the day. Um, and even though we have a thousand things we got to get done, because those small measurable things will feel that you have accomplished something. And that just helps you just knowing that you are getting to that goal. Um, I am a person that like, it's not enough. We're not enough. And then when we look after in our 30 and 60 day meetings, it's like, shoot, we accomplished a lot. I mean, I think a right. lot of times we just don't give our own self a lot of credit. And especially if you're in the new space, like everyone says, you've, you've done 19 properties. And I'm like, I've been wanting to do more. Like, <laughs> um, it's not but, enough, but yeah, but it's so it's not hard, enough. But, not. <laughs> but when is it ever enough? I think if, uh, you know, all of us, um, we always want to strive for more, but I hope I answered that question. It's really the planning, but taking action. I'm a big planner. We have, I have the vision boards. I have the, what do I, my 10 year goal, my five year goal, three years, but also you got to just understand that you have to have it dialed into, you know, what is it your day to day? And what does that look like? Um, one of the things that we also do is a GRAs. What's your generating uh, revenue activity. So a lot of times we have a lot of busy work and I could get, you know, we can all get caught up with that, but really what is it going to get so. you to that, <laughs> to that goal? Um, that's going to be a generating revenue activity, everything else you can possibly hire a VA for if you have, you know, the budget for that. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. I think this has been great. Um, I love the information for all of you listening, watching, or catching this later. Um, you know, go back take one to three things from what you just heard Michelle share from her journey and implement, you know, especially if you're, you know, if you're just getting started or you're struggling to get your first deal or you got your first or second deal, but you want to get to a whole lot more very quickly. I think what she just shared is a lot of, you know, literally the, the formula for how she did it. Um, and I'll say this uh, if, if I can, which is, you know, there's nothing necessarily special about this. Like it's not like some secret formula sauce or like, oh my gosh, here's a thing that no one else can do. It's not like, oh, only Michelle is capable of doing this thing because it's her. All of everything that she shared is all executable by everyone if we simply take the time to take action and make it happen. And so, uh, Michelle, where can people um, track you down, find you if they want to connect with you? Um, so on Instagram, my story, Michelle, um, and all um, across the other platforms, same thing. 
So Perfect, perfect. I love when someone has a consistent handle across all the platforms. <laughs> it's, it's a good thing. Um, thank you so much for being on, Michelle. Appreciate it. Um, and look forward to, uh, to seeing your journey and continue along and when I'm out in San Antonio connecting. So thanks for hopping on. And everyone else, thank you for listening, participating. Make sure you um, subscribe if you're in the Facebook group. Drop a comment if you're listening on the podcast. Uh, leave a review. All of this information is free and available to you. Uh, but all I ask is one simple payment of share it with a friend or two who might need them to hear this. That's the payment you can make. So thanks so much, Michelle. Appreciate it. Have a great one. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Three Degrees Consulting. If you need funnels, websites, paid ads management, or help with any of your digital marketing, Three Degrees Consulting is your go-to source for everything. Check them out at www.go3dc.com. That's G-O, the number three, D is in degrees, C is in consulting.com. Go check them out right now.